Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. As you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health, freedom. And in that light, I'm always interviewing entrepreneurs, marketers, influencers on the cutting edge, changing the world. So today we have Alex Pauls, and he's a passionate entrepreneur that runs a successful website design business with his wife and specializes in SEO, Google ads. It's going to be a great conversation. I love I love this um, SEO and Google and artificial intelligence data. So, um, and with that, uh, we'll welcome Alex to the show. Welcome. Thanks for having me, Christopher. It's great to meet you. Yeah, I know we had uh, connected through Podmatch, and I know you're the founder of KP Design. And um, so today, I'm really excited about today's conversation. Tell us more about your backstory, how you got started, and we'll delve into it from there. Yeah, sure. Well, I don't all started uh, probably about six years ago when I decided that I would leave my corporate job and the security of the cubicle and the golden handcuffs of a pension and sick time and and all those things. Um, I just got to the point where being part of this big giant machine and being this tiny little cog just wasn't uh, inspiring enough for me. So I guess maybe it was kind of like my midlife crisis. Like some guys buy a Corvette. I decided to blow up my life and sell my house. And my wife and I, we put backpacks on our little kids, our two daughters, they were five and eight at the time. And we actually traveled Europe and I retired for like six months to between six months and a year. I was kind of retired and, you know, wanted to find myself and my wife and I, we've been married for over 20 years now. And one of our goals in life was to actually work together. So after a few um, opportunities that I had in some sales opportunities after my retirement, I decided that this would be my chance to, you know, align with my wife. Uh, we're opposites. So it was kind of neat that I kind of filled in the blanks of what she didn't like. She doesn't like business development. She doesn't like doing podcasts and networking. So I love doing that kind of stuff. And for me, it was just a natural thing to do the pe- the people side of the business while she's doing a lot of the creative and I love numbers. I'm a numbers nerd. So I love SEO analytics. I love anything to do with, uh, you know, trying to figure out the Google algorithm and uh, collaborating with people. So that's, that's kind of how it came to be on this, on this journey. So we've been working together for uh, going on four years now. So it's been fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. It's actually, this was pre COVID. What, um, 
because I know basically I think COVID was every the world's wake up call. But you saw this, um, you know, years ahead. What what made you? Was it you know just basically was it um, taking a leap of faith, or you wanted to become an entrepreneur? You wanted to go for it, YOLO. Yeah, elaborate. That's yeah, I love that question. That's that's actually a really great question. I don't think I've ever gotten that one before. So my wife was kind of one of the original work work from home people. Like we, when I was an electrician traveling around, we're in Canada. I don't know where your audience is, but in, in Manitoba, it's a huge province in Canada and we traveled all around and she was a music teacher at that time. So it was really hard for her to set up a music studio every, every time we would have to move. Right. So eventually she decided to become a graphic designer, web designer. She went to college, self, self-taught on a lot of things. And it gave us the ability to have a second income, but she could work from anywhere. Mm. And the thing that really I fell in love with was when our daughters were born and she still had that flexibility to work from home and and take care of our kids. And wouldn't you know it that, you know, two years ago, pre-COVID, we were already working from home. We were already doing our, our thing. I mean, it sucked not being able to go to restaurants and that that aspect, but... For us, nobody was telling us if we were, um, what's the word, you know, uh, like, like we were expendable by the government, right? Like we just kept going. We didn't have to quit our jobs or, or take a layoff. So that was very empowering. So I, I hope that that was a wake up call for a lot of people. Yeah. And I was talking, I was talking to an entrepreneur um, this past weekend and she was telling me that, you know, fin- kind of financial freedom is like, that's like the baseline but then like if you have like time and location freedom that's like even more powerful because you can basically you call your own shots and you don't have to ask for permission um which is um uh, you know basically what you did for sure. i know yeah i know a lot of people you know transitioning they're interested in seo um you know kind of for most people that they kind of know what it is but for the people that don't you know kind of describe what it is and how it applies to website and marketing sure like there's there's different levels of of seo the, the, there's the technical seo there's kind of the seo that everybody knows about which is like the keywords you know everybody wants to rank for keywords but meanwhile if all the links on your website are broken and you know google's not happy with your site because it's not crawling and it's not linked to, to everybody else like there's lots of different aspects to seo so i love to have those conversations with people. I try not to blow them out of the water with, you know, I take for granted, we all take for granted when we're experts at something, how how much knowledge we have. So I, I try and paint paint that picture so everybody can understand. Like a really good SEO is, you know, all the links on your website are working properly. Your website is built for mobile first. It loads properly. You have a really secure hosting platform. So your site's not getting hacked. It's not you know, getting red flagged by Google. That's a big thing. Like we've had some uh, people come to us in the past that said like, our, our site keeps getting hacked. Like what, what can you do for us? And then Google basically makes it like a black flag where uh, they'll hide it from from people because it's not secure. So it's, uh, yeah, SEO is a, is a huge topic and it's, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting because the algorithm is always changing, right? Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. And um really uh so you know kind of like i love this thing where you can get basically you rank super high and you get found basically found on you know google kind of that's kind of like you're the promoting you um sure 
what's kind of what are some of the uh, biggest misconceptions when it comes to branding and and about SEO and who needs it? I think the biggest misconception about branding is everybody thinks their brand is a logo. That's probably <laughs> the biggest misconception about branding. It's not. It's not just a logo. It's not just a ten dollar you know thing that you get off a of fiber and boom, you're just like you're ready to go. You got this brand. Uh, a brand is you know, it speaks for you when you're asleep at night, your brand is out there working for you. It's, it's what people are recommending their, their friends, friends to, right? Like the brand is that overall experience your business has with people. So if you can, if you can really cultivate that amazing immerse immersive experience where people are like, can't wait to recommend you to their friends. Wow. Like that is, that is a great brand. And that's kind of, not just customer service, not just like colors. That's, that's the whole, that's the whole package. Right. Yeah. And then as far as, and then as far as SEO goes, I really like to talk to people about finding their niche, you know, like it's great if, if, uh, you know, Dr. Christopher just sells shoes, but if we just try and rank for shoes, I mean, we're never going to beat Foot Locker, right? <laughs> like they're, they're number one. So let's get really, you know, you are into or orthopedic, black running shoes like like super it's like super niche you just sell black orthopedic running shoes that's it you're that guy and and that's kind of how you can like carve out your little piece on the internet you know i and and you kind of find that passion or that thing that you're really really good at and you just get as you know dialed in as you can and that helps you rank higher for seo yeah and um a lot of it is um how important is a google business profile to your business i i would say especially for local um i don't know if this is mainly for like doctors or people with private practices but let, let's say like my wife she got laser eye surgery the first thing i did i, I didn't even go to the website i went and i typed in um like laser eye surgery and we live just outside of Calgary. So that's what I did. And our, the place that we went to uh, had a Google My Business profile listing. The first thing I did was look at the reviews. He had like 3000 reviews. And this is like something serious, right? This is yeah. eye surgery. Oh yeah. So I can go to a website and it, look, it can look beautiful, but all of a sudden I have 3000 testimonials that I can look at. So think about this for your business. How powerful is that if somewhere in your funnel you you have it that after you have a great experience with a client you send them this link they review your business and you're collecting all of these secret keywords that are going in the reviews and when people are starting to search for you those reviews are popping up on google yeah. and then they're almost like bypassing your website and just wanting to hear what people have to say about your company that's yeah. how powerful it is wow yeah it's like it's like social proofing and kind of uh people vouching for you Sure. It's like going on, it's like going on Amazon and buying something, right? You, you, you see the product, but then you quickly look at the reviews too, right? Like if it's, if it's a bunch of bad reviews, you're not gonna, you're obviously not gonna buy that product, right? Yeah. I'm curious what your thoughts on, um, cause you know, SEO you t t traditionally, you know, you had to like do like, um, you had to do meta tag, you had to do hashtags, you had the keywords, you had to make sure everything, sure. everything. What are your thoughts on like uh chat GPT and um uh like uh like um in the intersection of Google? How how does what are your thoughts on that? I think that uh chat GPT can actually help 
help you quite a bit with creating content. Let's say, I would say most of our clients have a hard time creating content for their own websites. I mean, we we do a lot of it, but it's hard to pretend to be the expert in something, right? I would say that a client could probably go onto ChatGPT now, you know, ask it to write a good amount. You know, let's say you get 80% of the meat and potatoes uh, of content that you need for your site. And then you can go in and you can edit it and turn it into that, that really good, you know, piece that, that you need. But the flip side to that is I know that Google is starting or they're wanting to punish AI writing tools. Oh, mm, mm-hmm. so if, if you're going to use an AI writing tool, definitely get in there and change anything that's not correct. Obviously spelling, um, any type of, uh, you know, la- language thing, you, you want to make sure that it's, you know, a hundred percent like good, a good read, you know, Yeah. It's, and, but, oh, wow. but you could create a lot of content quickly using a tool like that. It's fascinating because, uh, you know, basically open AI is Google's com- competitor and there's some talk i'm not sure how valid it is but they say it's gonna take out google but and then google actually has the control search so they could actually down they could shadow ban people using it and it's gonna be really it's gonna be really interesting you know but of course you know content's like 10x it basically takes care of like the baseline and you can basically um but you know there has to be some human component to it so um I, i think that in the in the future if yeah. ChatGPT became too big of a problem, we know that Google has enough money <laughs> that if it became that big of a problem, they could squish it, and we would probably never hear hear <laughs> from it again. Or it would be called Google Google Chat, right? Or yeah. they would just change it into whatever they want it to be. It's going to be really interesting how AI plays out. Um, uh, so sure. many like, companies. Go, go ahead. I've been use I've been using an AI writing tool for probably over a year. Not ChatGPT. Like I have a paid. I have a paid one that get you know that helps me get started w- yeah. with certain things. Otherwise, you're in an echo chamber in, in your own mind, right? And when you're trying to be uh, creative or trying to create a lot of things, it's really helpful to just just have some kind of a starting block, right? Just yeah. e- even if it's not perfect, just something to get you you know fifty percent of the way there, and then you can you know take take it the rest of the way. It's a real time saver for people like me. It helps with uh, writer's block in um... sure um are you have using you Cop- have you used this chat gpt at all i've used chat G- I've, I've actually played and then um it's actually 10x everything and um it's uh i've, I've also used uh there's a tool called the uh, copy ai there's like a free and paid version um, yeah it it can like do like seo optimized headlines uh you can get show notes transcript it can like basically you feel like i've have had trouble with like coming up with ideas it can uh suggest things it can write kind of intro paragraphs and you can plug you know put things together if you like copy word for word it's not as useful but um but it's yeah. it's 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 powerful it's really interesting when you start getting ideas from other people on how to 10x your business right it's really it's really neat when you collaborate with other people how to use these tools and and you know save your time because i'm like the part of your podcast that interests me is the time freedom because as an entrepreneur you know that we're laying the foundation we're working like crazy we're you know we got our pulse on everything and uh you know it's nice when your business starts starts rolling and you start getting a little bit of that freedom back but we're still in that point where 
you know, we're, we have some pretty long days, 14 hour days, 15 hour days where, yeah. you know, we're just like, we're going for it, but it's, it's part of the adventure, right? It's the, it's the yeah. fun. And I, even today when I was walking my dog, I was like, this, these really are the glory times that, that we're in. Even if, even if some days are, are tougher than others. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a uh, joke with my colleagues sometimes I'm like yeah these days are much better like you like they kind of remind me of the med school days where you're just like hustling and you know but then like when you see like growth and you know things happen it's like very inspiring so um oh for sure uh the the university days I mean I (laughs) I still have you know I look at my piece of paper on the wall it's like wow I remember eating dollar (laughs) fifty whoppers and dollar burritos and studying all night long and (laughs) just yeah. it, 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 and it's all it's all character building too right like yeah <laughs> you're they we don't realize it at that time but we're building that foundation for you know putting in the hours to to get our to make ourselves better yeah it's awesome yeah. yeah i'm sure you know this conversation sparked so many inspiring things um you know for people in like on the verge of becoming an entrepreneur what are your recommendations and where do you see the uh, your company in the future you know, I would recommend to everybody out there that's wanting to become an entrepreneur to join an entrepreneur group. Be among other entrepreneurs because your friends and your family, they have no they'll think you're crazy. They have no idea what what you're doing. Be around like-minded people, people that are a little bit ahead of you, try and get some mentors. That that is like the number one thing. That is the number one thing. And if I can just give a shout out, like one of our main groups that we belong to is the Idea Collective. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're based out of Wisconsin, but we're in Canada and they have people in Australia. And this is a huge resource to people. And I can't say enough good things, but I'm sure that there's all sorts of local, you know, entrepreneur entrepreneur networking events that you can go to. Be around people that um, are ahead of you so that you can, you know, learn from them, get that boost and, you know, believe in yourself because at the end of the day, you know, when you get that sale or when you do that thing for somebody and their business succeeds because of you, that is like one of the greatest feelings ever. Oh yeah. You said it so wonderfully. And um, to end it, um, how do people um, contact you, follow you, visit your website, etc.? Sure. You can find us at kpdesign.ca or you can find me at LinkedIn. It's Alex Pauls. And I'm one half of KP Design. I'm just here in Canada doing my thing, trying to make the world a better place, working with entrepreneurs that are making their community amazing. Like that's that's who we want to attract to us. And uh, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out. I love I love talking about these things. And if I can be an inspiration to somebody, awesome. Yeah. And uh, for all of the listeners out there, um, all of Alex's resources will be in the links and show notes and be sure to check out Idea Collective. He's on LinkedIn as well and um, his website, KP Design. And with that, thanks so much, Alex, and thanks for a great conversation. Thanks, Christopher. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week